Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Whether subtle or substantial, the ninth generation of consoles has made great leaps forward when it comes to graphics, narratives, gameplay, and virtually every other aspect of what our favorite hobby is. In particular, 2022 produced some truly advanced experiences. From the open-world breadth of Elden Ring to the cumulative evolutions of God of War Ragnarok, last year repeatedly demonstrated just how far modern gaming has come. That said, though, there have been dozens of other titles that have, unfortunately, rather regressed the medium. Perhaps the graphics were uninspired, the environments too barren, the gameplay too repetitious, the characters too one-note, or the storyline too cliched. Or maybe the whole thing just seems like it arrived a few years too late. Whatever the reason, they arrived on this list. And what is that list? Well, let me tell you, my friend. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video games that are painfully behind the times. Number 10. Halo Infinite Now, 343 Industries' choice to delay Halo Infinite a staggering 13 months from November 2020 to December 2021 was definitely wise, if a little contentious. Even with the final product at least looking a lot better than it did a year prior, it's still disappointingly antiquated. Namely, its live service updates have been utterly sparse, underwhelming, and at times frustratingly greedy and vague. That includes prolonged seasons, lackluster playlists, inadequate multiplayer modes, expensive and dull cosmetics, and minor tweaks to gameplay and aesthetics. True, things have gotten a lot better in recent months, but it's arguably too little too late. Actually, it took until the November 2022 winter update for the online campaign co-op, mission replay, and the Forge beta to be implemented. Thus, it looks as though the game won't reach its full planned potential until 2023. Worst of all, split-screen multiplayer is on indefinite hold. Sure, the industry has been moving away from that for years and Halo 5 Guardians didn't include it either, but that doesn't mean that it's not an indisputable component of the Halo series overall. Plus, titles like It Takes Two and Tiny Tina's Wonderland showcases how much this feature can endure. Try as it might, Halo Infinite remains considerably outmoded. Number 9. Gotham Knights Whether justified or not, the initial trailers for Gotham Knights led many players to anticipate it as the next proper entry into the Arkham series. Although there are some aspects deserving of that lineage – real-time crimes, tangible changes to the world, solid co-op fun, and engaging lead characters – Gotham Knights' numerous regressions meant that it's far from the ideal spiritual successor. Specifically, its emphasis on loot boxes and grinding to level up gets incredibly tedious incredibly quickly. 
especially since each of the four main protagonists need their abilities unlocked separately. Obviously, the messiness of the UI doesn't help either. Likewise, both puzzles and combat are a step back from the Arkham series, with the former being too scarce and the latter being too focused on offensive meter building and button mashing. Yes, it feels and looks great for a while, even if the frame rate is locked at 30 frames per second, but it soon becomes lifeless. Those problems also bleed into the unsatisfying boss encounters, which are comparatively infrequent, banal, and irritating. In particular, the much-hyped Mr. Freeze battles get unfairly difficult, and there's a certain sub-boss that needs to be conquered multiple times, and gets boring the more you repeat it. Now, Gotham Knights isn't awful, but it's just not very advanced. Number 8. Saints Row 2022 Felician's Saints Row franchise began as a decent GTA clone, yet by the time of Saints Row 4 and Saints Row Gat Out of Hell, it became a monstrously absurdist experience. But the problem was is that the games had backed themselves into a corner. They were known for being outlandish and over the top, and so there was nowhere else for the series to go. So it was actually kind of sensible to try and reboot the franchise. But predictably, 2022 Saints Row just isn't it. Upon launch, its myriad glitches and bugs made it virtually unplayable, with everything from unresponsive button prompts and irregular frame rates to floating players and brain-dead enemies feeling inexcusably archaic. Admittedly, the brazen, controversial humour and characters of prior games probably wouldn't sit well with contemporary audiences. However, the bland boomer humour and charmless new heroes aren't exactly what fans were clamouring for. Even when it works, Saints Row is substantially empty. Why is this? Well, because its shooting and combat is shallow, its missions are trite, and its narrative is ineffective. As a result, it's an average at best entry that fails to match both its superlative predecessors and the majority of its stylistic competition. Number 7. Babylon's Fall Like Bethesda, Japanese developer Platinum Games has had some huge wins and some major losses. For every Bayonetta 2 near Automata, Potato Potata, I knew I'd get to say that again in 2023, and Astral Chain, there's been a Legend of Korra, Star Fox Zero, and of course, Babylon's Fall. Released mostly to negative reviews back last March, Babylon's Fall encapsulates nearly everything wrong with always online live service gaming in 2022. For instance, its capricious loot systems, microtransactions, and the like typify the egregious money-hungry business practices that have long plagued this industry. It's also insultingly vapid in several respects, single-player mechanics, graphics, menus, upgrades, co-op, etc., in ways that evoke the seventh generation of consoles' oversaturation of action RPGs. Of course, monotonous gameplay can still be quite fun if the characters, environments, and slash all the storyline are idiosyncratic and appealing. Once again, though, Babylon's Fall can't help but upset with its bland and repetitious enemies and locales. Even the purposes of its myriad collectibles, equipment, and other bonuses are often obscured, killing any incentive the player might have to earn rewards or modify their arsenal. In the end, then, Babylon's Fall is nothing more than a transparently half-hearted cash grab, closing down for good in February 2023. Number 6. Starfield For as great as they are, Bethesda have a history of over-promising and under-delivering, especially in recent years. Modern examples of this include Fallout 76, Rage 2, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Unfortunately, it looks like 2023 Starfield, which was first initially announced in 2018, might actually be added to this list. Among its largest primitive problems is the fact that the first-person dialogue scenes won't have a voiced protagonist. Now, I know that 2015's Fallout 4 had voiced protagonists and characters, and actually didn't go down all that well, but when you look at the likes of Cyberpunk 2077 and Dying Light 2, having voiced protagonists can be done well and become an essential part of the gameplay. So where the hell are they here? 
Unlike 2016's No Man's Sky, to which Starfield is often compared, Starfield won't allow players to seamlessly move between space travel and planetary exploration. Instead, players will see a quick cutscene, or hopefully a brief loading screen, every time they leave or approach a new site. Beyond that, the game's reported 1,000 procedurally generated worlds appears to subscribe to the old-fashioned mindset of quantity over quality. Issues with animation, character design, gunplay and AI functionality have also reared their ugly heads in preview builds. Starfield may be arriving in 2023, but it already seems stuffed with outdated cargo. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers is nothing if not ambitious, as the series' largest leap yet into open-world expansiveness and investigation. In fact, it's garnered comparisons to 2017's The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I can't say that with a straight face. 
but nonetheless, it is definitely outdated and not Breath of the Wild. Primarily, there are graphical issues galore, not only in terms of some bland, empty and dark environments like forests and deserts, but also in terms of its colossal pop-in problems. Expectedly, the Nintendo Switch version is most plagued by technical issues, and despite a more realistic aesthetic appearing desirable in theory, it is definitely boring in execution. For a franchise and a character based around speed, it's a shame that Sonic tends to lose momentum or shoot off like an unruly bullet whenever he goes around curves. Compounding these issues of poor control and fluidity are awkward camera angles and invisible walls. And then there's the archaic minigames and side quests, such as herding groups of Coco by running around them, one button fishing, and in one instance, pinball. In the end, Sonic Frontiers is a decent and promising adventure that unfortunately retains the struggles of many 3D installments from the past. Number 4. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet As with Sonic Frontiers, a lot of fans and critics are forgiving or at least tolerating Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's old-fashioned shortcomings due to their prospective fun and freshness. Obviously, that's totally fine, yet it is impossible to pretend that these flaws don't hold the pair back quite a significant bit. Not to sound like a broken record, but once again, it's the visuals and the flow of the experience that are truly horrific here. Simply put, myriad glitches and bugs run the gamut, from being amusing or charming to flat-out game-breaking. Just peruse the internet for a few minutes and you'll read dozens of stories of save files being ruined or exploration and battles slowing down to a crawl. Similarly, ugly textures, basic assets, low resolutions, misshapen NPCs and terrible draw distances really kill the immersion. There's also abundant cases of objects bleeding into one another or disappearing, so it's often difficult to tell what's solid and what's not. For as joyfully elaborate as they are, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet embody developer Game Freak's infamous history of foregoing quality control in favor of rushing games to market. Number 3. Chocobo GP It's fair to say that almost nobody was looking forward to this unnecessary sequel to 1999's Chocobo Racing. In fact, when Chocobo GP was first revealed during a late 2021 Nintendo Direct, it elicited tons of confusion and sarcasm from viewers for coming years, if not decades, too late. And indeed, it has. Granted, it's got very colourful presentation, as well as respectable gameplay and a hefty amount of fan service via unlockables, unique racer abilities and the like. So what exactly is the issue? Well, it's the same thing that plagues some of the titles on this list voracious microtransactions and a paid season pass, both of which ooze mobile game cheapness. In addition, there are also nearly two dozen tracks, but they're based on only a handful of locations, so there's an uneven balance between imaginative and insipid levels. Oh, and although the music epitomizes many series staples, these versions pale in comparison to the originals. Overall, it's just an okay game, yet with competitors such as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled, and even Team Sonic Racing, offering more robust and modernized capabilities, Chocobo GP has clearly left in the dust. Number 2. Dying Light 2 Dying Light was one of the biggest surprises of 2015, so enthusiastic players were eager to see what Techland would do evolving their winning formula of open-world parkour exploration and action RPG survival horror zombie mayhem. In a few ways, 2022's Dying Light 2 Stay Human does precisely that, but in others, it's a major step backward. Among its issues are poor voice acting and writing, with character interactions coming across as overtly expositive, awkward, nonsensical, or in the case of protagonist Aiden, just plain dull. 
Those weaknesses are deepened by a storyline that's amateurishly told and ineffectively resolved, no matter which ending is given. Half the time, it doesn't even seem like your choices impact the plot in meaningful and innovative ways, with decisions actually based more on which rewards you'll get rather than which faction you'll side with morally. Whereas the original was incredibly tense during nighttime, the sequel is markedly less so because Aiden can become rather powerful pretty bloody quickly. Worst of all, it launched with innumerable bugs. Well, I say that, but we know that there's at least 1,000 of them because that's exactly what the day one patch purportedly fixed. And that severely diminished gamers' preliminary excitement for it. Combined, these downgrades make Dying Light 2 feel rather primitive. And number one, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Now, Chocobo GP isn't 2022's only perplexingly vintage Final Fantasy trek, as there's also the mundane and comedically cliched Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Ostensibly a prequel to the original Final Fantasy that's set in a variant world, Team Ninja's action-centric RPG has as much in common with the older Ninja Gaiden and Devil May Cry catalogue as it does Square Enix's flagship franchise. And while that's not inherently bad, the end result certainly is, at least in a few respects. For one thing, main man Jack lacks the nuance and emotional backbone of the best Final Fantasy leads, choosing instead to fuse hackneyed action hero machismo with adolescent emo vibes. Likewise, his companions are essentially equally lifeless and generic, and the main villain is named Chaos. Chaos, need we say more? Consequently, Stranger of Paradise tells a disappointingly, if amusingly trivial and inept tale. It's frequently incoherent and purposeless, relying on cutscenes and found objects to do the heavy lifting, which they don't. Just as the heroes are mystified by their quest, the audience is significantly disinterested in it. Lastly, the graphics and frame rates just are not up to par, so even its superficial campiness is often too rough to enjoy. And there we go, my friends. Those were 10 video games that are painfully behind the times. I hope that you enjoyed that, and please let me know what you thought about it down in the comments section below. As always, I've been Jules. You can go follow me over on Instagram, where it's at RetroJ, but the O is a zero. Hope to see you over there, and you can come check out all of my Warhammer miniature painting that I've been doing. But before I go, I just want to say one thing. Hope you're treating yourself well, my friend, with love and respect. Because even though we talk today about games that are behind the times, there is nothing more current than taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually, because you deserve the bloody best, all right? I want you to go out there and smash your life goals today, because I believe in you, and you need to believe in yourself as well. As always, I've been Jules. You have been awesome. Never forget that, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.